Work it just a little bit. Once we implement self-love in our business, we start to lead with our own pleasure, passion, and desire first. It's not about how other people before us have done it. It's about I'm going to find my own way to do it that makes me feel fulfilled. Welcome to the Reclaiming Purpose podcast with me, your girl, your hostess with the mostest, and the founder of You Are Into It, Dana Lisa. Join me weekly here for wisdom drops on all things intuition. My methodology is the D3 method, and it teaches you how to discover your own joy GPS and reclaim your intuition, then decondition old people-pleasing or analysis paralysis so that you can transform on a belief level in your unconscious mind. And lastly, how to take deliberate aligned action and find liberation and fulfillment in all aspects of your life, including relationships, love, money, and career. My process uses a blend of human design, neuro-linguistic programming, and my own intuitive gifts to help you in reclaiming purpose in your life. This episode is in honor and in tribute of both of our life's greatest passions and joys and the masterpieces that we are working on to help empowered female leaders create successful spiritual businesses. I love how you call it uh, teaching them how to be wicked sexy and in life, love and business, something along those lines. I'll definitely have you uh, share that shortly and introduce yourself. I'm here with Dana, my beloved sister, queen, priestess, friend, support system, mentor, inspiration. I am so, so grateful to have you here as always. Uh, so we can dive deep into this topic. Um, as I was just saying a moment ago, it's in tribute to what we're creating. And what I'm focusing on this year is a beautiful, life-changing journey, a six-month coaching container called Priestess the Reawakening. And I wanted to touch on this topic about embodying self-love and how it benefits benefits life, relationships, and business because it is a, a, a f- primary foundation of everything that we will be learning within this journey and all the different applications that it can have on your life. Um, You know, I just got asked recently by a beautiful dear follower turned client turned friend, such is the way always (laughs) with, with doing this beautiful work. And she came to visit me here in Puerto Escondido and she said, I'm very interested in this journey that you're creating, but is it only for women who wanna host women's circles? And I was like, whoa, no, absolutely not. This is a journey to support women in business. And it applies to all forms of business because, well, in life in general, I mean, it's all connected. Business is not separate to life, is not separate to love, is not separate to your overall health and well-being. So everything that both you and I do, Dana, is so holistic, so complete. We're never leaving any one aspect of your life out. So it's a complete life coaching mentorship inside a safe container with other like-hearted, empowered female leaders. And um, we apply it to business in that business these days is not like old business. We don't just create a product and sell a product and try and tell people, oh, look at this fancy product. We create a product in this case, the six-month container, the journey, 
and it's an experience. It's a multi-dimensional experience that excites your senses, that completely transforms your energy, your internal world, your external world. It's a transformation. We're selling a solution to get you from struggle, from challenge, from from lack of inspiration to a place of living your heaven on earth, of feeling vibrant, of feeling full, of feeling nourished, of feeling supported, of feeling completely tapped into source energy and going with the flow and you know creating experiences for you to offer in whatever industry it is that you work in. In this woman's case, you know, she is a chef, a vegan chef. And she was wondering how could she apply Priestess the Reawakening journey to being a chef. And she went to, you know, she wants to provide experiences, life-changing experiences, not just through food. She doesn't just provide, um, you know, a product that excites your taste. But with food, you can teach people how to completely change your life, how to connect with food, how to have an experience of joy and love and pleasure through food, how to uplift your life through connecting with other people in a space of sharing food together and nourishing your body to change your entire energy field and your thought processes and how you consume and how you affect the world. And so it's this overall expansive way of being, way of seeing, way of thinking, way of feeling and integrating it all into life, love, relationships and business. So with that said, Hello, Dana, would you please introduce yourself? <laughs> Hello, Comet. Yes, I will. <laughs> I love that. Hello, beautiful humans. I am so excited for today's topic, talking about how to embody self-love, jumping into how it can benefit your life, and we are both living testaments of that, so it's going to be super juicy. And my name is Dana Lisa. I'm a priestess and a healer. I help women who are initiating on their spiritual journey and desire to become wise, wealthy, and wicked sexy <laughs> by building. Yeah, there it is. Bam. <laughs> by building these amazing businesses that become these sovereign sources of income for them that allow them to lead their life through pleasure, through desire, by creating deep, intimate relationships through healing their trauma and their past patterns of behavior that has kept them from connecting with people in the way that they deeply desire and by healing their relationship with their body to be able to come into their own body and feel the energy of being wicked sexy because that's really how the external world sees us is the projection that it is that we put out so I am currently hosting an experience called The Way Mastermind, and The Way Mastermind is for people who want to be the embodiment of everything that I just said, wise, wealthy, and wicked sexy, through owning their own personal power, through reconnecting to their own inner authority and their intuition, and learning how to take deliberate aligned action by deconditioning um, all of the societal conditioning, all of the programming from the matrix system that we have to break free of in order to become this living embodiment of our own personal truth. So All very intelligent and intellectual ways of describing self-love. Yeah. Ultimately, you cannot 100%. do any one of these things without self-love. You know, we can, we can go, we can uh, seek support by, you know, our mentors achieve great success who give them, you know, a structure or a system that help them achieve success. 
But if it's not actually looking at a holistic being and that we're all completely unique and individual and it's not, you know, an, an energy, energetic transmission, you know, you're going to just go and like a robot act out these steps and nothing's really going to change, is it? So a hundred percent foundational key is self-love and that's what we're going to focus on here today. So I want to start first and foremost, I'll give you a little overview of how we're going to talk about this. And, and that's because everything is so holistic and absolutely nothing is 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 not connected so we're going to start with a focus on self-love how each of us embody that in our own lives in our internal realms um, and once we've covered that basis then we're going to share on how taking control of our own body our thoughts our feelings um, our routines our practices in our own inner world, how that then impacts our external world and how it's all so divinely connected. Um, so Dana, would you like to start? I would love yeah. to. Tell us all about how you embody self-love. Yes. So this is something that's required a lot of commitment. It's like daily devotion to the little things because self-love really isn't this like extravagant practice it's something that really is about the fundamental basics of bringing it back home to being at home within your own temple of your body being at home within in your own temple of your mind it's not about anything to do with anyone outside of you their reaction to you them validating you it's everything to do with what's within so the practices are so simple it's the smallest things it's when you look into your own eyes in the mirror, what are the, the words that you're saying to yourself when you're getting ready in the morning? This was something that took me so long to cultivate for it to become unconscious because we're taught to pick on ourselves. Like we're really taught to pick ourselves apart. And now learning how to look into my own eyes in the mirror and say kind words to myself, things like, I love you, you look beautiful today, you're an amazing human. It took a lot of conscious effort in the beginning because I had all of these really unconscious, conditioned, insidious thoughts that had just been programmed into me of like, ooh, like you're looking a little bit jiggly here or like, oh, is that a new wrinkle? Or like, oh my gosh, look at that pimple or whatever it is. We're taught all of those things so that we are constantly seeking beauty through these outside sources. And that's one of my favorites is looking at myself in the mirror every single day and saying really nice things to myself when it's just brushing my teeth, when it's, you know, putting my earrings in, when it's, you know, checking my outfit on my way out the door, whatever moment I have where I'm looking at myself in the mirror, taking a minute to say some really kind words to myself. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yeah. Who hasn't heard that one so by now? And it's so so accurate you can literally feel the energy inside your body changing and you can literally start to program yourself to find the beautiful things within the reflection that you're seeing yeah yeah a hundred percent and it is like our reality is our perception so if we really want to learn to cultivate a reality where we love ourselves, where we have deep unconditional love for ourselves. We have to learn to look at ourselves differently. We have to learn to accept who we are. We have to learn to love these aspects of our ourselves that 
we've been taught we should hide or we've been taught are unlovable and so we try to shove them away and they become this shadow aspect that rears its ugly head in moments where we're triggered or in moments where you know something is happening out of our control and we can't control it anymore because it just bubbles up from within but if we learn to love those parts of ourselves and we accept them, then they we coexist with them and they're just a part of our humanity. They're a part of how we walk around every single day and we stop denying those aspects of ourselves. So that's another really powerful embodiment practice when it comes to embodying self-love. One of the things that I really enjoy doing now that I used to hate, <laughs> but I really enjoy doing now is observing some of the like, thoughts that just creep into my head during the day <laughs> really nasty thoughts in your, and and rather than believing it and getting sucked into a vortex i love this one it's like you, you look at that thought and you're like <laughs> yes <laughs> oh hello uh, hello old friend yes. <laughs> hello and then turn it into i often smoke now and yeah. have like a playful interaction with like nasty thoughts yeah um you know growing up in a really like judging criticizing kind of household and a mom a very loving mom who had the best of intentions who also was just never taught better was so judgmental and criticizing of like everyone and everything and every interaction was so negative um and this bitch in my head that, yeah. that casts <laughs> these judgments and criticisms too you know like oh and and it's not me it's not my truth like i think part of that is also accepting that your thoughts are not your truth mm -hmm. thoughts no thoughts even positive thoughts even valuable thoughts even really wonderful belief systems that work in your favor to achieve your desires and dreams none of it is true your mind is your imagination creation center and when we actually understand that and that everything in our mind is just made up that we get to take control of it to create what we desire or we let it run rampant with old programming to create more of that fear judgment and criticism the more that we can actually just play with our mind and frolic in it and so when these negative thoughts come up it's not like oh my god yes i am ugly and they're mean and blah blah, blah. it's like <laughs> oh there's my silly there's one of those old programs running there again like being a bitch yeah exactly <laughs> i see her <laughs> yeah and like loving her because a lot of times she's just yeah. like scared she's scared about something and she's having this like this adverse reaction because you're doing something new that makes you uncomfortable or you're going deeper into intimacy with someone and you're scared they're gonna see this piece of you so this piece of you rears up like and just like comes out and the more that we can accept and love her and just be like yeah like i see you like it's okay like you're safe you we're just planted in there <laughs> by someone i look at them and it's and it's like i know it's it's as much as it is a part of me and i can love that aspect of me i know it's not my authentic truth yeah that's just a program that's just something i consumed that someone said or did to me once growing up or from movies, something that we learned that we do not by nature have nasty consciousness. We do not by nature want to be mean and unkind and separate from one another. Like that's all the lies. And coming into self-love is coming back to that place of wholeness and connection within ourselves that we are 100% whole, 100% perfect, 100% made of love. 
and connected with everything around us. Yes, 100%. So those are definitely a couple of my favorites is looking in the mirror, saying kind words to myself consciously, because especially at the beginning, it takes conscious effort because the things that we're, we're unconsciously saying are like Comet said, that programming, that thing that was just planted. Maybe it was modeled for us by our mom because she used to pick herself apart every time she looked in the mirror. And so we just picked that up as the way to look at yourself. And so initially it's gonna take conscious effort. It's gonna require awareness. It's gonna require us to consciously make that shift. But eventually we get to rewrite the programming and we get to create a whole new operating system for ourselves. So you'll notice that the more you do this consciously, the more unconscious eventually it becomes. And you'll find yourself catching glimpses of yourself in the mirror and being like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> next two practices so far, you love to always, when you see yourself and look in the mirror, you say kind, loving things and really catch your thoughts. And then the second practice is observing old thoughts and belief systems or any thoughts coming up that are nasty, negative, yes. judging, criticizing, and just interacting with them, saying hello, witnessing them, and not buying into the story of them, accepting that they're not real and they're not true. They're just an old firing synapse yeah. that we don't fire anymore. You know, just like a muscle, we don't exercise that muscle because the more we focus on that muscle and exercise it and feed it and believe it, it's going to get stronger and stronger and it's going to stay there. Mm. Beautiful. Is there another, what would be like your final three uh, things that you do in your life on a day-to-day -day basis to embody your self-love? Yeah, definitely. So I'd say the final practice that is something that I really am devoted to, that I do consistently, that has radically changed my life is journaling what my desires are, like mm -hmm. actually making a claim with myself of what it is that I'm inviting into my reality because there was a lot of times in the past where I was operating on that old programming where I didn't even sit with myself and acknowledge what I wanted. I was literally just taking whatever was handed to me. I didn't have boundaries. I didn't have standards. I wasn't practicing manifestation in any way, shape or form. I didn't even know that my energy was powerful enough to manifest my reality. And now that I have the awareness of, okay, like Comet said, the things that I see change based on how I see them. So, okay, with that newfound realization of how powerful I am and how much of a co-creator I am, sitting and creating intentional claims of what do I want? What do I want in my relationships? What do I want in my financial reality? What do I want in my friendships, my intimate relationships, my business? How do I want my days to feel? How do I want my health to be? How do I want to feel in my body? Making really big claims of this is what I am worthy of having as my everyday existence and checking in with myself because the truth is I receive new information every single day. And every day that I receive new information through garnering the wisdom that is the human experience through having, you know, potential, what you could see as failures, but really are your greatest life lessons, things that you thought were going to work out one way that worked out a completely different way. And you get to then shift and say, okay, what did I learn from this? And when I look at, okay, what did I learn from this? I get new information about what feels really good for me, what brings me joy, what brings me fulfillment. And I get to get even more clear every single day on the reality that I'm creating for myself. Yes. <laughs> so, 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 so much resonates. Um, 
yeah, and I would love to share how, I mean, a few of the key ways that want to channel through me today, how I embody self-love, because I know both of us, I mean, there's limitless ways, limitless ways that we embody and practice self-love on a daily basis. And I can safely say that not one of these was taught to me through my upbringing, through my family, my friends, schooling, education, um, at all. All of this, I had to really like step out and seek um, you know, I recall being in my early 20s, 21, 22, maybe even later than this, and I was surrounded by beautiful, amazing friends, but I still felt disconnected. I couldn't really connect with them. And so I started to actually put myself out there to research, how do I connect with people? How do I actually socialize? How do I interact? And again, that was still external and I was still seeking the external. So my life completely changed truly when I started um, taking control of my inner world. So how you did with the journaling, me instead of getting caught up in all of these judgments and criticisms, the biggest shift from with, with me was when I started to ask myself the right questions. Mm. Asking myself the right questions. So. In the case of a relationship just exploded and ended, I would feel torturous, heartbroken, pain. Why is he leaving me? Why is he leaving me? Why? Why? Why am I worthless? Or no, well, mostly I left all my close partners. <laughs> uh, but I'd be like, why does he treat me this way? You know, and it was like um, the wrong questions. When my world shifted, when I started to ask myself, why did I invest time and energy in this person when they didn't? embody the values and the beliefs um, that make me feel happy and nourished. Why, rather than being in a job that I hated, that depleted me, that wasn't fulfilling me, and just complaining about that job or complaining about the people that I worked with or feeling victimized by not connecting with the people at the workplace, I started to ask myself, why am I going to this workplace? And investing my time and energy there i started to ask myself well what do i truly want to do how do i really want to connect with people what who, who what do i want to talk about in conversations that's going to light me up and make me feel good and be in my most vibrant amazing energy so self-love um to me is also taking ownership and responsibility of our own energetic field and frequency inside our body so when we start to understand that our body immediately reacts to the thoughts in our minds, immediately. This is not spiritual woo-woo. This is like basic, studied, proven science. If you care about that shit and need that. <laughs> I sure as hell fucking don't. <laughs> but it helps, you know, for the naysayers. And it's like, well, actually, here's like this like thousand studies that shows your energy expanding and uplifting and getting more and stronger when you're thinking and doing positive things with your own energetic field. So self-love to me is about cultivating my own vitality and vibrancy and energetic field within. I would, I had to take ownership for that all of my life's challenges and struggles got far worse because I made them worse because my thoughts in my mind were making them worse. I would think horrible, awful, nasty things, judging, criticizing, blaming myself, judging, criticizing, blaming others etc when i started to learn the relationship 
when I started to actually witness the energy in my body and response to the thoughts in my mind, when I started to welcome the feelings to rise up, when I started to meet them, define them, describe them, when I started to change the thoughts in my mind and see how that affected my energy field, when I started to focus on breathing and understanding that emotions are energy in motion and that I could move them through my body, uh, again, big changes happened. And I do this every single day. You know, I, we're all human. I get frustrated. I get angry. And in those moments, I now am more practicing just taking a big, deep breath and just reconnecting to spaciousness, to life force energy, to what I have control over, to the gifts that I'm given, which is the, the air that I breathe, the body that carries me, the ground that I walk on, the sun shining every single day. There's, it is self-loving for me to be grateful for all that I have, even when I'm in the middle of a challenge or a test with someone or a place or a thing. Um, what would be one final way I embody self-love? Ooh, so many juicy things. Um, Oh, here's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love to adorn myself. You know, I used to play so small. I used to believe all that stuff of like, uh, you know, I don't know what it was. It was like you were cooler if you could just be casual and just didn't dress up nice or fancy. And I really dressed myself down, you know. I didn't put a lot of time and effort into my hair or makeup or dressing. I still don't. I love efficiency. I don't like to waste time. But now it's just like my whole relationship with what it is to present myself for my own inner radiance, for my own inner sense of well-being, for my own inner sense of worthiness. I love, I read this article once on like this 90-year-old fashionista, um, I've forgotten her name, purple hair, big glasses, many of you will know her, and she said, she had two pieces of advice for the young women of today. She said, learn when to say fuck off. <laughs> yeah, got that one down pat. I love that advice. Self-love is learning when to say fuck off. And and she said, don't save your sexy lingerie for a special occasion. You are the special occasion. And I was like, fuck yeah. And that very day, all my nasty knickers went out the window. <laughs> and I only ever wear my most favorite, delectable, delicious, sexy undies ever since. And it's been a many years long process of like cleaning out my wardrobe, wearing colors that uplift my spirit and my soul and my vibrancy and makes me feel good. My wardrobe is now all color coordinated in my favorite colors, which is all like tan, beige, earthy, peachy colors, all for like the lower chakras of the womb space. And I just look at my wardrobe now and I'm like, I don't feel dread to put on clothes. I remember in the past, you know, I could spend an hour putting on 20 different things of my 80% black and gray wardrobe, right? And it just was, and it, it never made me feel good. We have to honor the feelings in our body, you know? It just wasn't uplifting and nourishing my soul to present myself. It was all about trying to hide myself down. My body, I didn't feel good about it. And that was my body telling me this is not right. You know, dress yourself up, be the radiant goddess that you know that you were born to be. And uh, yeah. 
So I love doing that now. Those are so good. <laughs> That's one of my biggest recommendations for anyone listening this sh- to this show. If there's like one thing that you could go and do right now, that is clean out your wardrobe, throw away anything and everything. And you just, when you pick up a piece of clothing and you ask yourself, does this make me feel like a radiant as fuck self-loving goddess? Ask yourself that question. If it's a yes, keep it. If it's a no, it goes in the donation bin. Amazing. Yeah. And then, and choose like, what are the colors? that you truly, and don't just kind of willy-nilly go shopping or go through your things of like, maybe what do I like and then connect with all experiences. Actually ask yourself, what are your favorite colors? What colors make you feel the most beautiful and what colors are like connected with your energy and and express your soul the most? Um, Yeah, there's my number one top tip. Now I wanna just dive in a little bit on how does, so we focused a little bit on our own internal world, what we can take control of within ourselves to embody self-love and we've touched a lot on the thoughts the belief systems the mindsets that's our electronic field we've touched on the feelings that that creates in the body that's our magnetic field and when we align these things we're creating a more powerful electromagnetic frequency because that's all we are baby we are energy creating the world around us by magnetizing it towards us and becoming what it is that we seek we are just like radio stations sending out frequencies and other people that are on that same vibration we will vibrate towards each other so it takes action we have to take conscious thought conscious action conscious effort to create this within our body and then the world around us will start to change it will start to expand grow magnetize towards us so now how has these self-love embodiment practices positively impacted life love business and relationships for you dana yeah i mean there's so many ways that i've received (laughs) the benefits of self-love i think you i really want to touch on like this whole overhauling of your wardrobe and like really only wearing and expressing yourself in ways that make you feel the most authentic you that was a huge one for me that benefited my confidence that benefit the way that i felt in the bedroom like if you feel hot in the bedroom like and you're you're when you're having sex with someone if you're like turned on by your own self there is a whole new energy that you bring (laughs) to the experience that is this beautiful connection between two or more people (laughs) (laughs) however many you however many are there no judgment here (laughs) exactly so I mean, I know for myself, like I started to feel more sensual and sensual and sexual are not the same thing, but sensual for me means that I'm fully immersed in an experience. I'm, I'm present. I'm not in my mind having an experience that's outside of my physical body. Like I'm really enjoying the food that it is that I'm putting in my mouth. I'm tasting all of the flavors that it is that they have to offer. I am feeling really present with the person who's sitting in front of me and the conversation that we're having and I'm truly open and receptive to hearing their opinion and what it is that they have to say. I'm in the bedroom with someone and I'm feeling their skin touching mine. I'm not thinking about what is this person thinking about me in this moment? Oh, oh, like I I wonder what I should do for, you know, work tomorrow. Like should I I you know, like I'm really actually and present. Specifically, how does that juicier openness 
connection, presence, and enjoyment of life and connection with another being in general, you're talking about in sensuality and, and connection with another being. Now I want to speak specifically to how does that benefit you in business? Because that is, everything's connected. Now yeah. let's correlate the two. Yeah, absolutely. So I know the way my business was before that <laughs> I was practicing self-love and my business was very much about strategy and trying to take these formulaic plug and play ABC. Do equals. what I did step by step. Yeah. And, and it'll achieve success for you. That's never, no. Exactly. Which all of that marketing, like that comes from a place of fear. The reason why we implement other people's systems for success is because we don't believe that we're capable of creating our own system for success. And that is how we, re we react in the world of business before we implement self-love in our business. Once we implement self-love in our business, we start to lead with our own pleasure, passion, and desire first. It's not about how other people before us have done it. It's about, I'm going to find my own way to do it that makes me feel fulfilled, that brings me the most joy, that feels the most juicy yeah. and pleasurable for me every single that, day. That, that is what makes you a priestess. Mm. Being a leader leading the way of your own life to give permission to other beings to be more sovereign and lead in their lives based on their deepest joys and pleasures and truths. Yes. Because we are so all, so uniquely individual and that is the medicine that we're here to heal the world with. Yeah. And Absolutely. the only way that we can truly connect with our authentic soul tribe, with, with not just clients, not just followers, the people that are raving fans of what you do, who cannot wait to meet you, cannot wait to throw their money at you, who cannot wait to connect and receive all your juicy energy, is based entirely on how authentic can you truly be because every single person is psychic intuitive and can tell if you're doing things out of fear or like robotically kind of following a step-by-step -step process. People can all feel that. People are no longer buying products. People are no longer buying products. You are buying energy. People are investing in an energetic exchange. They want to receive your highest wisdom, this joy, this pleasure, what the, all, everything that excites you and makes you feel good and lights you up, people want to buy feeling that. Yeah, 100%. And we are, we're entering the age of embodiment first. So it used to be enough, it used to be enough to be a teacher who knew all of the information and could deliver the strategies and could speak Ooh, to people's fear. You just remind me, so it's like, it's like, it's like the doctor that you go to when you have a health problem who's morbidly obese, right. terribly sick and has a plethora of illnesses. You could not pay me ever to go and receive medical advice or, or health advice from a obviously physically unhealthy person. 100%. They might have some knowledge from reading books, but they don't have any physically embodied energetic wisdom to transfer onto me. Yeah. If I'm going to go and physically train my body and I want a personal trainer, 100% I'm going to go and seek the person who lives the practice, who embodies the practice, who has the figure and the health 
and the mindsets that I'm seeking to gain through that physical training. So it's about holistically embodying what it is that you're trying to teach. It was like Joe Dispenza, you know, this like these six PhDs. No, no. Was it him? Who was it? No, it was Bruce Lipton. They're both very similar. <laughs> well, either one, whoever it was. And it was like, you can, you can try and teach people so much and say, I have all this knowledge and this wisdom and this is how you create ultimate health. But if you're not showing that health, you're trying to teach people how easy it is to get healthy and you're not even practicing it or embodying it yourself at all, no one's going to buy from you. You are, you are not the business card of your, of your business. You're not the face yeah. of your business. Yeah. Everything is energy now. We cannot tell fake stories. We cannot deceive people. We have upgraded um, in our conscious fields. And the collective conscious now is so much more aware. We're all able to read people on a much deeper level. So we need to level up our inner energetic field. And the wonderful thing is it benefits everything everyone all things inner and outer mm -hmm. yeah and so your relationships improve because you're connecting you're being more present um business improves because that's all divinely connected is there anything mm -hmm. else that you want to share on how that impacts your external world mm -hmm. i think the the beautiful thing that kind of encompasses all of that the improvement in relationships the improvement in business the improvement in all aspects of your life health well-being confidence everything is that ultimately you are like you touched on becoming a true authentic expression of who you are when you learn self-love and you learn to love yourself ultimately what's happening is you're giving your true self permission to be seen to be seen by others you're giving yourself radical acceptance and you're allowing you're seeing yourself for the first time so others can truly see you as well and the reason that this benefits every area of your life is because you step into your worthiness of I as I am and more than enough to have everything that it is that I desire. And so I present my true self to the world every single day in every area, in relationships, in business, in love, knowing that this version of me is magnetic to all of my desires. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Woo. <laughs> I would love to know some of the benefits that you personally have experienced. What are some of the ways Ooh. that in love, in life, in business, that self-love has benefited you? I would love to share. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I mean, for, for huge starters, it's all about energy, right? And cultivating my energetic field within. Okay. And... Where is one of the biggest expenditures of energy in the external world is, is our career. Like where we spend most of our time and energy, where we have most of our interaction, how we receive money. Uh, so how we money as energy, as an energetic exchange is how we cultivate money back in exchange. I was exchanging time for, for money. Okay, and so with this newfound sense of self-love, of taking, making, asking empowered questions, I asked her, like, why am I at this job? And I couldn't come up with really many good reasons. I came up with, yes, it provides stability, uh, consistency, and it helps me pay the bills. And I said, but does it really fulfill my desires? Is it making me feel joyful? Is it making me feel connected? Is it making me feel loved? Is it making me feel nourished? Do they even care about me? Does my boss care about my well-being? The answers to all of these even more important questions were, were a no. 
were, were definitely hard no and it didn't make it easy it was still a long internal struggle to work with and I had a lot of fear that I had to power through but um, it impacted work for me in that I started actually seeking to do what actually lit me up I had to love myself first I, I hear and watch so many people complaining about their job and that they have no choices and and there is no such thing that you don't have a choice there are difficult situations and they may be difficult to get out of but if you truly connect with self-love and love yourself enough to live a better life to do what truly fulfills you and nourishes you because you want to make a positive impact in the world you absolutely 100 percent can do that um, and so when people are complaining about situations and they don't actually take action and make change, I can see clearly that they're living in and coming from, this is from my own life experience, a place of, of lack of self-love. They don't believe that they're capable. You don't believe that you're worthy. You don't believe that you can do it. That is a lack of self-love. And so I started to create the life of my dreams. You know, I also... I had a very long term, long, long term old friend who I loved and adored so fucking much. I hold all of our memories and all of our times together so precious and dear to my heart. This person was, I thought it was my person, but I didn't love myself enough to actually also see all the ways in this person was um, unintentionally very emotionally manipulative, very belittling, very controlling. Um, not really adding a lot of, of value to my life in ways that were going to uplift and expand me. And I saw that most clearly when I was living in Bali, I just traveled the world for six months. And here I am with like the world at my fingertips and I'm meeting so many incre incredible people, digital nomads, people in their twenties who've made like a million dollars last year on creating something online. And they were just here, they were working and work for them was island hopping and taking cool content and meeting cool people and eating amazing food and having amazing conversations. And I got invited to this three-day trip island hopping with 20 guys and girls and and half of them had their own videographers and between, between everyone combined, there was probably a million Instagram followers between us all. And they had all these platforms and, cha and channels and they were speaking the truth and the wisdom. And I just had the time of my motherfucking life. And it was just so cool. And I got back home after this three days um, of like such inspiring, inspiring connection with people. I was in the midst of like creating my own first product. So it was really, I was expanding and becoming a bigger, better person, like seeking what brought me true joy. And this old friend of mine reached out to me and said, hey, how are you? I said, oh my God. I'm amazing, life is so good. I've just had this incredible journey to island hopping, blah, blah, and told her everything I just shared with you. She said, why are you so uncomfortable with me? I, is there something I can do to make you more comfortable? I was like, oh, whoa. And from this newfound place, I think an old version of me would have been like, oh, what am I doing wrong? I'm saying I'm doing something wrong. But, but no, I was empowered now and I really loved myself and, and I didn't feel uncomfortable. I was in like my ultimate highest bliss and joy and, so happy to share these things thinking that you know my my best friend would be so happy and so I immediately recognized that and I said to her I'm not uncomfortable at all I, f I think that you are uncomfortable and you're projecting that onto me 
And she said, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm asking if you're uncomfortable. Uh, you feel uncomfortable. It feels like you are speaking to me as if you're in a job interview. And whereas, you know, if you ask me how I am, I'd be like, yeah, good. She's like, I miss talking to you, like how we just talked normally. And I was like, oh. And in that moment, I had nothing but love and empathy for the fact that this dearest beloved old friend of mine was asking me to dim my light she was asking me to play small she was asking me to be different to what i truly loved she wanted me to not share my life that i was absolutely loving and adoring and it made her very uncomfortable and and she put that on me and my immediate and that's all it was there was only two messages <laughs> backwards and forwards and i wrote back to her saying i love you so much you will always have such a special place in my heart and if you ever need me, I will be here for you, but we have outgrown each other. And I said goodbye, and we have almost never talked since, besides maybe a polite message here or there. Um, and that's how it's impacted my relationship. So I could now start witnessing what was mine and what was other people's. I wasn't taking responsibility for other people's feelings. I wasn't dimming my light anymore. I was now actually, rather than only becoming friends or getting into relationships with people just because they liked me, just because maybe they showed me some love or some interest, I just took anyone. I'd be like, oh, someone likes me. I'm so unworthy. I have to take only this person. Or, you know, I actually started to seek people that were doing and loving and being the things that I loved, that I admired, that I was inspired by. I also had cut out a lot of alcohol and partying at this point. So, you know, my relationships, my conversations boosted tenfold because I was so much more consciously present with people doing very consciously present things, you know, and not destroying their energy field on a regular basis because they were creating big things, making big impact, as was I, I was well on the way, you know, and I focused on my healing and my energy field kept cultivating. I kept becoming more and more radiant. My audience kept growing. I started meeting even more amazing people. I called in my divine soulmate. Here we are growing our beautiful little baby. I have built a successful online business. I had like uh, two years ago, I had 3,000 followers on Instagram. Was I making a cent of money off of them? No. Uh, did I think I could? Absolutely not. I believed that that was really not a following at all. 3,000 3, people is a lot of people. And then I learned to appreciate if even one person liked your post. If even one person followed you and gave you the time of day to listen to you, value the one. There's so much more value in one than in a thousand that, that you don't connect with. Okay, in one person you do connect with. And when I understood that this, these, these thousands of people were following me for the truth of my being, because I was actually living a life that I actually loved, you know, and then I understood that I could then, I had so much to give them. I had so much more to give them. And, and get, holding the space for them to energetically invest in me with their money allowed them to see much bigger transformation and change in their life. Rather than just seeing and witnessing and receiving my life, I actually got to energetically extreme, exchange and transmit those frequencies into them so they could leap, quantum leap, through the challenges in their life and start to live a life that they were truly loving and dreaming of. 
and everything just blossomed from there. Amazing. <sighs> I feel you. I resonate with so much of your story as always. And I, those conversations I think are the conversations that we're so scared of having that we like play, like you said, small our whole life because we're so scared of losing people. We're so in our scarcity of, I can't call in what I truly want or relationships that will fulfill me. So we cling to these relationships that keep us boxed in and keep us feeling like we can't fully love ourselves. And it is inevitable that so much change and so many shifts and dynamics are going to happen when we choose to love ourselves because we've changed the dynamic with ourselves, And so of course our relationships and our dynamics with everyone and everything are going to change. But what's on the other side? <laughs> and so here we are today. Let's just finish off a little bit on really how has this embodiment of self-love really impacted everything operating today. I went a bit into my story there. And um, today I now claim enough self-love that I am worthy to charge what I'm worth, to provide high ticket, huge transformational journeys. I honor that I can charge amounts of money that make me feel excited so that when somebody pays me for a product, I literally dance with joy that someone, not just anyone, someone who truly knows who and what I am, what I'm about, what I truly desire, what I want to create, wants to invest in me to receive some of that wisdom and energy and, and bring their own beautiful, juicy energy and wisdom to that. So what I've understood, I align with like my ultimate soul tribe and these people are like my dream besties, my dream best friends and they're investing in me and spending money on me saying they, they love and adore me so much that they will invest money, not just time and energy and good times together. They will even invest money to honor and value what the energy that I've cultivated so that we can frolic and play and share and amplify in that energy together. And that is the most phenomenal thing in life. That's not business. That's not just a transaction. That is, that is, that is the meaning of life to me. You know, it is a way of being that is so nourishing, that is so uplifting, that is so supportive, that is so mutually beneficial for all parties involved. You know, it brings tears to my eyes sometimes how wonderful this life is. And it all came from loving and honoring myself. And I'm in a relationship now where we do not back away from challenges and I don't just, um, you know, uh, take responsibility. I fearlessly with self-love, I'm able to bring up issues that are not working for me because I value creating my dream life in my relationship as well. And if my relationship is not working well, I know my business isn't working well because my energy field is affected and depleted. I'm not going to show up in business as the highest and vi most vibrant version of myself. Everything is so connected. So I'm so fully embodied. I believe that I, like, in order to really show up and call in and create my dream life, I have to truly, actually, honestly be living that every single day beautiful yeah and i definitely think that we are both living testaments of what embodiment and self-love of 
the embodiment of self-love can do for your entire life. We have both broken free of a, the matrix system. We're both living sovereign. We aren't in these difficult situations anymore that so many people have been put in over the last couple of years because their authority is being outsourced to mm -hmm. systems, to the government, to the their job, to whatever it is. These things that take away and deplete people's personal power because the most valuable asset that you have is your energy. And so when we reclaim that and we we embody this self-love, you do really get to create a life where you're doing your passion and your purpose work. You're working with people who become your best friends afterwards and you collaborate with afterwards because they're these incredible humans who you have these incredible connections with where you just feel because you have, like you've known them for lifetimes. And it gets to be fun and easy and playful. And you get to design a life where you are sovereign and you are free to live and have your best life in all areas. And that brings this episode to a close. Thank you all so, so, so much for being here, for listening, uh, for receiving our words of wisdom, our juice and our joy. Um, it is always such a pleasure just to be here and speak from our heart, you know, um, and connect with you all. If anything in this episode resonated for you, lit you up, gave you inspiration, um, please do support us, share, um, share with friends. Um, don't hesitate to reach out to either one of us. You'll find me at They Call Me Comet on Instagram. You'll find Dana Lisa here on You Are Into It, Y O U A R E I N T U I T. Um, I'll pop in her information in the description below. Uh, she has an amazing offering. As she mentioned it briefly at the start, The Way. I've also got Priestess, The Reawakening coming up. Also, a smaller dip your toe in. Um, uh, version of that where you can join for a tiny fraction of the price if you just want to get started on your journey uh, these offers are for you we want to hear from you let's connect please don't hesitate to ask us any questions have a magnificent beautiful vital juicy uplifting day we love you thank you all right, Intuits, that's all for this week, but I will catch you here on Reclaiming Purpose next week. And if you want more of this type of content, you can go check out the offers on youareintuit.com. The link is in the show notes. And for a chance to win a one-year subscription to all of our workshops and programs, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can enter you into our quarterly draw. I will talk to you guys so soon and have an amazing rest of your day wherever you are in the world.